0: Welcome to a magical edition of Buddycast. I'm here with my new buddy Erwin, who is actually a magician. How are you doing today, buddy? Doing well. Doing well. Awesome. Glad to hear. Glad to hear. So tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, uh, I've been in the magic business almost sixty years. Wow. That's right. And uh, I am still working. Um. Unfortunately, because of COVID, you know everything was canceled. But uh, um, actually, I will be uh, 74 on July 18th in just a couple of days.
0: Nice, happy birthday!
1: Still working, so uh, yeah. As soon as we can clear up all this COVID mess, uh, we
0: can get back to work. Absolutely, absolutely. So, how did you first get into magic, if you don't mind me asking? Um. I guess it was. I was in the
1: hospital, I have osteogenesis. That's why I'm a little person. I'm four foot three, and uh, I was in the hospital. And a magician came to visit, and he got me. I was in a wheelchair, and he got me up there and did a magic trick. And uh, after it was over with, I went and spoke with him and said hello and. And he i didn't know there was a magic club in new orleans and uh, he invited me to the magic meetings and uh that club is no longer but i'm also now a member of the society of american magicians and international brotherhood of magicians nice what's that like uh being members of those clubs
0: yeah um
1: It's good. Uh, In one of them, we get an online magazine that I choose to get online. Another one, I get a magazine in the mail. And uh, every year, there's a convention. And um, although they're a little bit pricey to go to the convention, you know.
0: Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Conventions always get you, you know. You're always buying stuff. You're always signing up for stuff. So
1: I I always... uh, Say, if I can't go to a convention and be able to spend $800, $900 worth of stuff without worrying about it, then I don't want to go. Because I don't want to see things that I want,
0: you know, and and can't have. Absolutely. Now, what are some of your favorite tricks?
1: Um, this is going to sound kind of of a pet answer but my favorite tricks are the one that i'm doing at the moment uh, years ago i worked in a place for 12 years and a trick that took off was the guillotine head chopper and uh that that was basically for 12 years what i was known for it people would come in and they'd bring other people and they'd say look I have my friend from out of town. Can you get his wife in the head chopper? You know, and uh, but uh, there's a lot of favorite I like to work with I work with kids and. uh, And so I like to do comedy. Um, I like to do things with music. So uh, and especially what magicians call sucker tricks. You know what that is?
0: I think I did, but let me explain it for our audience.
1: Okay. Well, that's where you do something for the kids, and they think they caught you doing something that you didn't really do. And they start yelling and screaming, you know, like, turn it around, turn it around. And at the end, you do whatever you're going to do, and the joke is now on the kids, and hopefully they laugh or they'll attack you, one of the two.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. So, um, so you like to incorporate comedy and other aspects into your show? Oh yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I did
1: two years in the circus. Oh. yeah, and uh, I did clowning in the circus. Uh, when yeah. I when I hit around twenty years old, my bones didn't break as easy as they did before for some reason and uh found myself running around in the circus because they always chased a little clown and um you know it was a lot of fun it was a lot of hard work and so when i came back to new orleans at that time that's when i got into the uh 12-year job and then from there uh, every summer i would do libraries uh schools daycares you name it
0: you know awesome uh, now you mentioned the year. What was that like? Uh, that was a lot of
1: hard work. I learned from two boss clowns and, uh, we, we only had three clowns in this particular show. And I learned, uh, by training on, on the job experience. And, uh, they gave me a better clown face, uh, They gave me um, uh, things to do in case something happened. You know, you got three rings. And basically, clowns always carry balloons in their pocket in case someone were to fall or get injured in one ring. They black out, and the clowns come on and do something we call bigger and bigger, where one clown blows a balloon up and then you run to one side and you go bigger and everybody yells bigger and you keep you milk this as long as you can until everybody is taken care of. And, uh, uh you know, on Saturday you would put makeup on at 10 in the morning and you wouldn't take that makeup off until sometimes 10 at night.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you learned how to apply makeup so you could even eat with it on, you know, and
0: not yep. mess up. Absolutely. You're going to find this funny. I know all about what you're talking about because I used to be a clown. Used to be? Yep. Oh, I still am, but I'm not an active clown anymore. There you go. Yep. I'm not active anymore. I've just got caught up in the real world. But I used to be Buddy the Clown. Oh, okay. There you go. Buddy Cast. Yep. Yeah. And what did you do? I was a local performer i my favorite thing to do was uh, skits but I could, do, I could make a nice balloon dog um I was my mentor actually was uh, training me before he moved to California he was training me to do face painting and um, I haven't perfected juggling yet unless juggling is based more on how many times you can drop you know
1: yeah, I, uh, uh, my uh, uh, friend uh, who taught me clowning, uh, actually way before the circus, I, I wanted to do a magic show in clown makeup. So my first magic show was a birthday party. Now, when you're 443 and you go into a birthday party of kids who are 45 years old, you become like, their height <laughs> so you become that punching bag clown you know and <laughs> uh, and they'll grab your nose jump on your big shoes pull your hair off you know your wig and uh said no nah, this is not going to work uh so i started going as the world's smallest magician i became me that was me and you know i would go just with a nice dress coat and a tie and hey, the world's smallest magicians here.
0: So nice. it's a lot safer that way. So that's how you right. got right. your title. Right. Yes. Awesome. Right. Yeah. So, do you have any other like funny stories from when you were when you were performing? Uh, funny.
1: Uh, I had a stage show. A stage was built in a restaurant. And uh, I was there for 12 years. So one night I get this little boy up on stage and he's really like super hyperactive. And uh, I, uh, you know, getting next to me and I asked him his name. And when I give him the microphone, he starts making pig noises like that. And I'm going, OK, you really have to think on your feet you know, like that, and uh, so I'm, I'm I'm going back and forth with the kid doing some comedy, and I, I turn away, and I turn back to the kid, and just as I'm turning back to him, he has his fist up, and he was just getting ready to, I'm saying being the same height as the kid, he's just getting ready to knock me <laughs> out, you know, and uh put my hand up like this um another kid got sick on stage Oh! and i'm working in a restaurant Oh! so i just <laughs> took the magic table that has a tripod legs and i just let him go back to mom and i just put the table and kept right on rolling But before I did, I looked at the kid and I asked him probably the most stupidest question I could ask. He just got sick. He did what he did. And I look at him and I go, do you always get sick about this time? Every night, you know, crazy. Uh, one little boy started to wet in his pants. This was at the big Orpheum Theater. And uh, I looked down, and there's a trail and it's running off stage. And uh, luckily, he had on a big clown tie, which was very wide, so you couldn't see the front of his pants. And uh, so uh, nicely, I turned him over to a clown that was working in the show and uh we brought him backstage and then in that intermission we brought him out to his family not to embarrass him you know Uh-oh. not embarrassing but uh they have been i mean
0: many things that just i don't think off the top of my head you know absolutely how about some good stories like some ones that inspired you or reminded you that this is why you are a magician this is why you are a performer.
1: Every year I would do a show. Uh, Well, the word retarded is not used anymore, but a lot of people who were down syndrome or had other type of problems, there was a home uh, that uh, they would live in and things like that. And uh, they called me over to do a show and I'm doing this show and I get this young man about eight, nine years old out the audience Then he comes up on stage. And uh, I don't know if you know a magician by the name of of David Ginn. Uh, Need to read some of his books if you work with children because he's got a lot of great funny lines in it. Mm -hmm. So uh, I asked the boy his name. No answer. So we're getting ready to do this trick. And I said to him, uh, uh, repeat this magic word after me purple puppy child and i give him mike and he says he repeated it and i said the herbert Huber's haberdashery, and he repeated it and we did the trick and he went back to his seat so after it was over with his uh house mother uh came over and she was crying they had all gone back to their home their uh, cottages And his house mother was crying. And I said, is something wrong? And she says, no. She says, his name is Ray. His sister dropped him off here and they left. They left town. So he became a ward of the state. And she says, this was about three months ago and he's never spoken a word. And she says, we've got him in the cottage now And he won't be quiet. He keeps talking and talking. So that's one thing. And, uh, you know, and then years later, uh, I'm driving around downtown and I see this garage sale thing and I see these costumes. And so I got out to take a look at them. And this big, tall guy passes behind me Mm -hmm. and then comes and comes back. And then he says, uh, "Are you Mr. Irwin?" And I said, uh, "Yeah." And he says, "I'm Ray. I'm all grown up." And he remembered me, and uh, he was working as a plumber's assistant. So, uh, you know, that that was a good story that worked out well. You know, that touched my heart. That was yeah. amazing. Yeah. So those are the things when you're having a bad day, you look back on.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. When you work on a new trick, how long does it usually take for you to perfect it? Um, well, uh,
1: you've had some magic tricks, huh?
0: hmm
1: Okay. You know, they come with the instructions okay. on how to do them, and they come with something called patter. And for people who don't know, uh, patter is suggestion on what to say when you're doing it. So I read on how the trick works. I read the patter one time and I usually never go back to it. I make up my own as I go along and practice, practice, practice. One thing that people do and it'll ruin their magic career forever, is they'll get a trick in the mail, they will open it up, they will do it, and then they'll go out to their mom or their sister, and they'll say, look what I got, and they mess it up. And it goes in a drawer and they never pick it up again. So you have to perfect it, and you also have to have some outs, because... Right in the middle of the trick, if something goes wrong, you can't, if you're in the front of an audience, you can't say, oh, I messed up. And uh, uh, it takes me back to the restaurant. I'm doing this trick on stage, and I turn it a certain way, and the secret falls out on the floor. The gimmick falls out of the trick. And... So I picked it up and I looked at it and I go, Oh, you can't buy good magic anymore. It broke. You know, I'm sorry about this. And people believed me, you know, people came over and said, how much is that trick cost? Are you going to be able to fix it? You know? And I had just exposed the whole trick, you know? So, uh, practice, you know, and, uh, but magic tricks are getting more and more expensive. Most definitely. Yeah, I see you had. who um, uh, was a magician you had on from Tennessee. Barry Mitchell. Yeah. yeah yes. And uh, Barry's a real good guy. And uh, I use some of his stuff, some of his silks, and things like that.
0: Nice. Nice. I just ordered his. Uh, have you ever used his smile maker? no no i have
1: not it it I, it was one thing for me you know uh <laughs> that that didn't fit into my routine Oh, okay
0: yep,
1: yep. i haven't learned it yet but i'm going to I'm yeah going those, to. those sponge balls are are really good um he makes very good ones they don't really uh bleed into each other like sometimes yeah. if you get a red sponge ball and a black sponge ball, if you keep them in the box together, usually the black one will make a spot on the red one.
0: Yep. But
1: yeah. uh, here's a super,
0: you know. That's absolutely. So what are some of your favorite tricks to perform? Favorite? Uh, I like
1: the one I'm going to do for you. Two I'm going to do for you if we have time. And uh, I like, um, let's see, um, I have a couple of sucker tricks for kids and um, uh, closers, you know, like silks, um, a couple of tubes you show empty and then you produce a 30-foot streamer out of, things like that. But I like music, you know. Absolutely. But I have to do do comedy, you know, because if I were to come out at four foot three in a full dress tuxedo and try to be suave and debonair, it wouldn't work. Now, I used to work with doves uh, years ago, you know, but that's Mm -hmm. a lot of work, especially down south. Mm -hmm. Right now, now it's supposed to feel like 105
0: outside. That's feel like temperature. That's why it's at least 90 here. So I totally understand. Yeah. So you mentioned it earlier. COVID's been impacting your show. Yes. How much have you seen it? Like how much changes have you seen from COVID? Uh, Changes? We lost the whole summer.
1: Wow. um uh, i had libraries in june july uh a few summer camps and uh i'm trying to think what else we had but uh yeah the whole everything for this summer has been wiped up and uh so far we have gotten no calls for anything coming up because right now I don't live in New Orleans proper. I live about eight minutes away. I live in a mm. parish called Jefferson. And um, uh, COVID hasn't impacted us. We're going back up instead of down. Mm. So um, you know, I and my wife and I, we volunteer at the zoo, our big zoo, and we haven't been able to do that.
0: Mm. So, How do you think it will um, impact your show once everything clears up? Well, first thing will happen is I'll have to feel safe doing it.
1: Uh, And uh, I think that if you're a little person and you get COVID, um, it's going to be tough to get out of it, you know. And uh, so uh, the show we put together is no contact show. Uh, We've had to add some extra magic tricks because without playing off the kid next to me, you lose a lot of time. So we've had to add extra tricks, carry more stuff. And we were all ready to do a no-contact show. And our libraries are still
0: closed. Mm. Absolutely. Now, anyone that comes on podcast, I always ask them. What is your advice for anyone who wants to get into magic For any magician out there? What's, what's your advice? Uh, go back to school and become a doctor.
1: <laughs> uh, no, I would, I would not discourage anybody, but I would, you know, we have a, a, a joke. People say, don't give up your day job. Yep. Yeah. You see, we have a, we have a lot of magicians that had other jobs. So they get pensions from other jobs coming in. I don't have that. When I started in magic, I only was able to put away enough money to whatever I made to save. And as the act went on, I had to buy more magic and, uh, so I didn't say very much. Um, I do have a degree in commercial art, but Ooh. I couldn't get a job. When, uh, well, when I went to get a job, they were looking for uh, someone who could work in the shop and someone who they could send out and paint on a billboard. And uh, they don't do the, that anymore. All of that comes out the computer now, you know. Yep. So I'd have to go back to school to learn how to do that. And I don't think I am want to do that.
0: Absolutely. But,
1: uh, yeah, practice and don't be afraid to mess up, uh, you know. And But I would not quit school to do it, you know. Do it on the weekends, and uh, I would not give up my day job.
0: Absolutely. Now, let's get to my favorite part of the show. Do what? Let's get to my favorite part of the show. All right. You ready for some demonstrations? Sure. Let me move this over here because I don't know.
1: Am I in your view? Am I? Here, I'll I'll
0: make this for you. Let's do. One, seven, eight. Nope, I want the other one. that's
1: good that'll work
0: yep this one yeah
1: that, that'll work yeah uh, the first thing I'm gonna do is something to music uh, I have some CDs here compacted there you go you yep. got it now. I have some compact disc uh-huh. and uh, all you have to do is Sit back, relax, and enjoy. And uh, my tech person is ready with the music. Here we go. Proving that good things still come in all packages. Now it's your turn to make some noise and welcome Erwin and Stephanie Royce. Working by myself today. All right. We're going to do some magic with some CDs, compact discs, and uh, we're going to do it with an envelope. And I guess, I don't know if you can read that. Mm. Buddy Cast. Buddy Cast, that's right. Yeah. So I'm just going to keep rolling and I'm not going to wait on the music. I think it'll come in. Place it in the boulder. Oh, I forgot. Watch. Did you see it?
0: Let's
1: try number two. This time... We'll place it in the folder. Oh, wait. Just a little blow. That did it. This time I'll stick to the same color green on both sides. Hope it comes across as that. And now we'll ask the last one. Watch close. Two sides into the Buddy Cast al- uh, album here. One second. Blue on that side, so the other side's got to be red. Watch close. It is absolutely empty. I know you don't believe me, so here we go. One, two. Completely empty. All right. Now, do you know how I did that? Mm. Very well. <laughs> Very well. Now, let me show you one that I do for the boys and girls. And I um, I, it came up with the idea for this. I took the prop and I just came up with a routine, I should say. Paper bag. And I like to collect things. I like to collect Coca Cola memorabilia. Do you know what that is?
0: Like that old Coke
1: is, cans? Well, Coke. I kind of, well, you know what an antique is. Uh-huh. That's a piece of junk that's worth a lot of money. Yeah, that's what an antique is. I found this tiny little Coke bottle. Okay, and Mm -hmm. this little Coke bottle, believe it or not, was at an antique shop, and inside this little tiny Coke bottle, there was a tiny little note, and the note said, this was a magic bottle, and if I would place it in the paper bag, show you the secret move, it would grow to an average size bottle, so let's try it out, here we go. Inside it goes the secret move. You're not going to tell, are you? Nope. Okay, here. Tell you what. Why don't you repeat after me? I will not tell. I will not tell. The secret move. The secret move. All right, here it is. Watch close. Bag's getting heavy. Let's check it out. It worked. Take a look. An average size Coke bottle. I'm just where you can see by the black here. There you go. All right. There it is. Now, I'm going to make it shrink back to the way it was because I got a bunch of big bottles. Watch close. The secret move. You better repeat after me. I will not tell. I will not tell.
0: The reverse secret move. The reverse secret move. Here it is.
1: Ah, bag is light as a feather. Let's take a look. Unbelievable. David Copperfield, eat your heart out. Take a look. The bottle is tiny again. Ah. And believe it or not, the bag is empty. It's empty. You don't believe it's empty. I can, I can even change hands. It's empty. No? No. Watch close. Trust me. It's empty. That's it. Any questions? No, sir. That was awesome. So, um, you know. We get the prop and then build a routine around it. And um, you know, just take it from there. So who else have you spoken to that were magic people?
0: Um, I think it's just... You, oh, no, I spoke to um, the guy on the Illusionist, Mr. Jeffrey Hobbs. Yeah, he's uh, a funny guy. Yeah, I've spoken to him. Um, you're the third magician that I've interviewed. I think he like talking to magicians i do i've talked to magicians clowns comedians i've talked to a pilot i've talked to a
1: guy who does archery I've i saw you i saw you talking to the guy that uh, was on america's got talent that did all the voices
0: yep comedian yeah yep. he's
1: super he's
0: oh he's a nice guy. he and i have been buddies for about two years now and Really? He just sent me a promo. If you check it out on my page, I did. I did. That's how I know you spoke to him. Yeah, yeah. That's yep. really good.
1: But yep. uh, you know, I'm into this thing and uh, magic for a long time. But like I said, I just can't afford to quit. You know.
0: Yeah. Most and definitely. now,
1: now with COVID, uh, it's kind of
0: a setback. So
1: we'll yeah. see where it takes us. That's all we have that's to do cool. is be careful. You know.
0: Most definitely, and I hope it picks up for you. I hope, you know, once things get back to normal, you're back on your schedule. You're just like that, just with the snap of your fingers, your schedule reappears. As soon as I can find a way to
1: feel safe doing it, you know. Definitely. And, um, uh, you know, I've have, I have have I worked some nightclubs doing it, uh, and, uh, you know, but I, I enjoy working with the children.
0: Yep. Now, I have another question for you. Ah. You say you're a magician, right? Yes. You think you can make my student loans disappear? No.
1: Aw. That's your job. Yep. i tell you what, I'll swap you. Can you pay my bills? <laughs> that depends on how high your bills are. And they get pretty high in the summer.
0: Yeah, I'm in the sixth digits right now, so I know. Oh, you
1: wow. So you go? you're going to be going to school to do what?
0: I actually graduated. I uh, went to... That's right. yeah, yeah. I was in communication. Really? Yep. Yeah. Communication. Yeah,
1: haven't thought about being a disc jockey?
0: I actually interned for a radio station. So, and now and I'm you, working for a news station. You could be the world's smallest disc jockey. I would be I, open to that. There you go. You can ask my girlfriend. I like to play a lot of music. So...
1: Great, that's the way to do it, uh, you know, whatever works, you know, and, uh, you know, you still have, you still have some stupid people out there that like to use the M word, yep. you know, and uh, uh, people can't understand why we, re- we don't like it, you know, but.
0: Yep.
1: Uh, exactly. So I, I saw you had a picture with a young lady with you.
0: Yep, that's my lady, that's my girlfriend. There you go. Yeah, so, right. just don't give up your day job. My, I'm not. I'm not looking to leave it anytime soon. I need to pay off these loans and, you know, yeah, go through the whole life process. I want to be, you know, um, not to scare her off or anything. I'd like to. I'd like to see a ring on her finger before I'm um, at age thirty. So, well. Got to make sure you can support. Absolutely, That's the main thing, you know. And uh,
1: but you know, hopefully, like you said, uh, uh, I'm hoping that we can do some magic shows for Christmas anyway.
0: Absolutely. If yeah. you ever find a way up to Pennsylvania, let me know. I'd love to. I'd love to see your act.
1: And you're in Erie. Yep. I was in Erie many, many many years ago and uh they still call it the mistake on the lake sometimes sometimes yeah depends on where you are today Um, yeah Yeah. i uh i was up there a long long time ago and uh passed through there and um um, with someone who was uh, uh working for a company and they wanted to see the home company, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, it, the show business thing is, is a strange critter. Uh, I, I worked on the road doing magic shows myself, another magician, uh, jugglers, or cloggers, and we do like five towns in a row, all down south, and then we come back home, and we come home And the first thing all of us ended up saying was, boy, I'm sure glad we are home, you know? And in 24 hours, everything changes and you say, man, when are we going to go out again? I can't wait. So Mm -hmm. it's one of those things, you know?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Any final remarks? Any final comments? Anything you want to say to the audience?
1: I just think it's great that you're doing this. I mean, uh, I thought it was great, uh, uh, being a little person that you're doing these, uh, you know, these, these and, um, uh, let me, uh, I don't have a website. Okay. Uh, the company that was running my website for years got sold and everything was taken down. So I'm in the process of trying to redo a website. And I don't want to put the money out yet because I don't know where COVID's going to go. But uh, if anybody wants to contact me, uh, they can do it at Erwin Roys, okay, mm-hmm. on Facebook. Yep. Or they can reach me at Magic W, like William, S, like Sam. Like Mary at AOL.com. And that WSM stands for World Smallest Magician.
0: Ah. Are you ready for my magic trick? Yes. What are you going to do?
1: Hey, that's pretty good.
0: Ta
1: da. Got to put a cap on that R. Hi. Yeah. Erwin Rise on Facebook or magic WSM at AOL.com.
0: Sounds good. And this was really a treat. I'm glad uh, we were able to do this, time. Most definitely. Most definitely. I'm glad you were on the show. I love having people on here just to chat about what makes them unique, you know? You and your magic, just you wowed me today. So,
1: Well, I appreciate it. Uh, you know, I, I did make an elephant disappear, but, you know, we don't have the room.
0: Oh, I would love to see that trick one day. I so, would too. First, I have to have an elephant, <laughs> and they're pretty expensive. Oh yeah, yeah. oh
1: yeah, uh, elephants. And uh, I had a rabbit. I had a couple of rabbits, and uh, they tasted real good. But no I'm only, <laughs> joking. I'm only joking. I can see some kids watching this and going, "Oh, a horrible magician! He eats the rabbits." <laughs> but uh, you know, when you're working with livestock. It's a 24 hour constant thing, you know. Absolutely. We have a dog, and that's, that's enough. Nice. Absolutely. But at that's one nice. time, I had three dogs in the magic show. Ooh, what were they like? They were wonderful. Uh, they sat on little chairs behind me, and uh, they sat there until it was their turn to uh, perform. And then they jumped through hoops. And uh, then I got married, and now I jump through hoops. <laughs>
0: I'm only joking,
1: okay? If your girlfriend's listening, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm only joking.
0: Yeah. Trust me, I jump through plenty of hoops for her, but I do it willingly. There you go. I do it out of love, I do it out of love and respect. So man, best way to do, do it, man. Many, she jumps through just as many hoops for me, so... We like the the circus act that jumps through all those hoops, you know, the back and forth. Back and forth, yeah. So let me ask you a question. You asked me a question. How tall are you? I am about four foot, I think like four foot seven. I have hypochondroplasia. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm on the taller end of the aspect, but still, for a 25-year-old, you can definitely tell I'm a little person. Uh, yeah, and
1: uh, I saw one of your other pictures. Um, yeah, and uh, that was one of the reasons uh, I made contact with you. And um, mm-hmm. I uh, I think the drop off is over 411.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: for being a, a yeah. part of Little People of America. Are you a yep. member? Are you part of that? of that? Huh? Yes, I'm a life member, yeah. lifetime. Member. Nice yeah i'm a member as well good and uh we have good conventions
0: absolutely i was just about to ask have you ever been to a convention
1: yes uh one or two years ago and uh, before they start being way up in your area you know Mm. and uh we used to have them the way we could drive to because we're part of the chapter texas louisiana uh, I think it's Texas, Louisiana, and Georgia chapter. Um, we used to have uh, regionals. And uh, used to have a lot of fun, you know. My my best convention I ever went to was uh, San Antonio, Texas. Nice, nice. And uh, that was really a lot of fun. And, uh, you know, and, and the restaurants along there are wonderful. And, you know, a little person doesn't stand out that much when you got 10 little people together. It's like, here comes the Wizard of Oz, you know, follow the yellow big road. That's it. Yeah. And, uh, uh, actually I've had people ask me, were you in that movie? And I said, do I look that old, you know, but I had uh, osteogenesis, uh, Did not belong to little people of America. It was only years ago that they accepted osteogenesis, I guess, because of the height. And um, from the day I was born, doctor said, give me five days to live. And I fooled him. So uh, I've had over 160 breaks. That's what osteogenesis does. It's basically brittle bones.
0: Mm.
1: And the features, uh, this and this, are pretty much the same in all osteogenesis. Um, If you watch the commercial about the Shriners Hospital, uh, there's a little blonde-head guy in a wheelchair. And uh, we call him Little Irwin because uh, he looks so much like I did in my younger pictures.
0: So... Most definitely. But you know what they say about little people. I'm afraid to ask. Can we say it over the air? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Great things come in small packages. That's it. And there's no dream too big, no dreamer too small. A person is a person, no matter how small. There you go. (laughs) We can go on for
1: hours doing these.
0: You know. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So stick around a little bit after the show. I'll I'll chat with you. But for all my buddies out there, this is my new buddy, Erwin, the world's smallest magician. Thank you so much for being on the show today. It was a pleasure to have you. And we honestly just, I i was wowed today. So thanks for being a buddy on BuddyCast. Good enough. Take care. It's all my buddies out there. Remember, go be a buddy to someone else. I Take agree. care, everyone. Have a good night.